Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. from Jasami Publishing here with episode five of the Jasami Bookworm podcast. Today I am working from my office and looking out at clouds and sunshine, but no rain, thankfully. And I'm delighted to say that my guest uh, over Zoom today is writer N.C. Campbell, who goes by Nat. Hi. And we're Hi, hi, Nat. Um, and we'll be chatting about Nat's journey uh, in writing. So, Nat, welcome to the Jasami podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. We're always delighted to speak to, to writers of, of every um, genre and uh, development of expertise. So let's begin with telling our listeners about the beginning of your writing journey. Yeah, so I started off writing since I was teeny, teeny, tiny. Um, before I could even hold a pen myself, I would write stories with my mum uh, on little post-it notes um, and keep them in a shoebox. Um, so I have been writing since pretty much before I could write, sort of finding ways to tell stories. Um, as a teenager, I found writing to be a really sort of cathartic way to sort of explore, um, you know, difficult things I was going through and to express emotions that I was struggling with. Um, and then as an adult, I sort of decided uh, that studying English with creative writing at university would be something that I'd be really interested in um, and sort of as a way to continue and to improve on my writing. Um, and so I did that and graduated last year. Excellent. Well, uh, now how we found each other is, a, is another interesting story, uh, but yours yes. uh, included another journey. So uh, please tell us about Arcbound because that is how we found each other. Yeah, so um, Artground is a charity um, that sort of supports um, writers uh, and creators from sort of underrepresented um, communities uh, to sort of get into publishing and into writing. Um, sort of for anyone that sort of comes from a disadvantaged background um, or anything like that that could, could mean that... Um, you know, sort of getting into the publishing industry would be difficult for them. That's sort of who they, they support. Um, so for me, I found Artbound um, as I was looking for a way to continue writing after university. Um, I wasn't really looking to do any further studying, but I wanted a reason to keep on writing. Um, and so I found Artbound on Creative Scotland and their mentorship scheme, which is, of course, how we met. Um, so I uh, 
sort of rush through my application. I'd found it the day before the deadline, so I really didn't think I was going to hear back uh, from them as I'd applied for quite a few different courses and schemes and things. Um, and just hadn't heard anything um, but I actually I got an email back straight away from a lovely person called Matisse um, and then a couple of weeks later I was accepted onto the mentorship programme um, where I was matched up with yourself um, so I was really excited to sort of find out more about the publishing industry and uh, sort of how to get into it and just to sort of get uh, those connections and access to someone who is already involved in it and has sort of been through the process of publishing um, before as well. And so Artbound really sort of provided that opportunity for me uh, to, to meet yourself. And, and that's actually, Artbound, that's what brought us together. Uh, from yeah. I came in from the other, as, uh, other avenue of Artbound. Since it is a charity, they're always looking for volunteers. And one of them... Um, levels that they look for is on mentors and people who are involved in the publishing industry and in the writing industry who can actually provide guidance and assistance to just just yourself that's how we met yeah. and uh, uh, so as a mentor for the charity it was absolutely wonderful because Jasami Publishing has a, a commitment to community I like to call it and our community isn't just about where we live locally it's also about you know a, a global commitment and we've got commitments all over uh, that we you know uh, are work with here in scotland in england and even in zambia the ones that involve writers are very near and dear to my heart so now we came together i was the mentor you were the mentee and this was very different from your history so how did you find the process of the reviewing of your writing uh different from what you had experienced before yeah so I was actually really really nervous to um have you look at look at my work um I'd submitted a little bit on the application but it was such a minor amount um that actually sending over all my words to you was was very concerning I'd sort of started writing the story that um has now become Call of the Void all the way back in 2013 um which was actually just a year after my mum had died and so I'd written it as a way to sort of process and deal with the emotions and um, all the things that that sort of threw up for me um, and sort of slowly added little bits onto it as and when I could over the next eight years until there was around 20,000-ish words um, and then because I met you and because we um, sort of sat down and looked at those 20,000 words I ended up writing 60,000 in the last eight months so the our sort of review of that and our your mentorship sort of really did a, a flip on how focused and um, how much that story has actually been told because I think otherwise if I was just writing it for myself I, I wouldn't have gotten it all that done you know it um, is you know it's amazing that how oh sorry to interrupt but it's amazing mm -hmm. how committed you get when you've got someone nudging you along yes <laughs> definitely because when you don't have, you know, it, it's, you need to have a goal. You have to have something that you want to reach for. And once you've got that, then it's absolutely wonderful because there are a few of us and they're very far between that, that are absolutely driven, you know, no matter what. Mm -hmm. And some of us need a goal and, you know, that little, um, uh, you know, cake at the end of the day or a glass of wine or something that's a reward that we look for. And in this case, you know, we're, we're looking forward to it being a, a published book. So I have yes, to say definitely. that when I, <laughs> yes, I have to say that when I read your work, 
I was really impressed with the writing. I know it was, you know, cobbled, but that's, it's just the story that comes together. So without revealing any spoilers, please tell us about the story because I, I know the listeners are just dying to hear about it. Yeah, of course. Um, so it's a sort of sci-fi space adventure um, set in a galaxy not too far away um, from ours, however, rather far off in the future, um, sort of governed by uh, a body called the Interplanetary Alliance and policed by uh, the Galactic Armed Intelligence Agency, or aka Gaia. Um, so the story itself follows a mercenary named Arctic, um, a nameless girl he accidentally rescues, a scientist attempting to solve a crisis in oxygen um, across all the planets and a ruthless Gaia agent who is chasing them all across the galaxy. Um, all the characters kind of have a choice to make throughout the book, um, sort of whether they'll, they're going to stay as they are in their life or to sort of jump off the ledge and answer the call of the void, hence the title. Um, so yeah, it's all, it's very exciting. It feels very cool to have it sort of as a full, complete story. Which is absolutely wonderful. Now, do you have a favorite character or is there a character that has any of oh. your personality traits or are you going to share? <laughs> you know, I'm sure they all have some different parts of my personality. Um, as the sort of story has been, has sort of formed and been written over such a long time, there's certainly parts of it that I can look at now and think, I remember what place I was in as I was writing that character, you know, five years ago. Um, and I can, like, see where I was. So I'm certain that, you know, in another, you know, five, ten years, I'll look back on the book itself and be like, oh, I recognise where I am now. Um, I would say I'm clearly in all the, di all the different characters. I don't think you can write a character without having a little bit of yourself involved in it. Um, but I would also say I've, I've picked and chosen from people that I know, like, sort of in real life as well. Um, who like little aspects of different people's characters themselves that ended up within um, Arctic and the girl and the scientist and the guy agent like they they have really all come together sort of from both imagination and real life it's really interesting to go out and people watch and that's how yeah. you know, sometimes you do assemble and you, you say the personality trait from that person or the personality trait from this one uh, mm -hmm. You know, and, and then they blend them all together. Now, I know I recognized when I read the story that when you talked about the oxygen, would you say it please? Because I can't. Oxygenation. Thank you very much. No problem. I haven't got, I haven't got. It's easier to read than say, I think. <laughs> I haven't gone through a podcast yet without at least one blooper, which is great. Uh, <laughs> so I know that's one of the underlying messages is about the environment and how important it is. And if we don't take care of it. So is there any underlying messages or is there a variety of them that you, um, you think people will recognize? I think there I think there's a few different I wasn't going into writing this as a sort of way to you know say anything specific although clearly very specific themes have come throughout the process of writing and as the story has been told um where sort of environmental impact that we're having is is definitely one of them um I also think just a sort of acceptance of people as they are you know the universe that I create has um 
you know, basically everyone within it has modified themselves in some way, whether it's sort of intellectually or physically or something uh, like that, to change themselves to sort of fit into society or to change themselves from society and to remove themselves from it. Um, and I think like that is something that we sort of see today and we see within uh, our own sort of uh, societies within the UK and within the world. Um, and I just sort of, I find it really interesting the way that sort of we uh, need, have a need to kind of um, fit in and yet have acceptance for everyone else, uh, for everyone else's differences as well. Um, I think that's such an important message and it, you know, for everybody to learn in a fun way. It's not like you're preaching yeah. to anybody, but it's, that's a yeah. subliminal message. Yes. Yeah, I think, you know, I think that a lot of times our thinking nowadays can unfortunately be quite black and white. And I have found that, you know, being open and accepting to various shades of grey, not like that, but varying different, uh, you know, opinions and thoughts. And, you know, things aren't always 100% one way or the other. There's lots of little steps in between that as well. And just sort of being open to that is something that I think is really um necessary to do to continue to be a sort of a, a well working society living together in society so yeah. art bounds take taken you on a great journey because they you know they provided yeah. assistance in the beginning and this and now uh i know we're going to chat about crowdbound which for yes. our listeners, um, Crowdbound is run by Arcbound, and what it is, it's a crowdfunding platform managed by Arcbound, and what they want to do is open up publish publishing to um, uh, and enable great projects that are so important that need social inclusion and environmental sustainability, which your story is all about. So they're actually working to give publishing industry the opportunity to be able to publish your book, which I'm yeah. delighted to say, yes, we are part of Crowdfund and we want to publish your book and we're going to publish it. It's And it's uh, yes. in the masterpiece that will go out into the world is very important. So um, how do you feel about this support for your book? I mean, I'm so excited about it. Um, I'm really, really happy to be part of this new platform. You know, Arcbound has been just amazing and I definitely wouldn't be where I am today without them. So to see them sort of branching out into crowdfunding um, uh, is just, and to be part of it as well is amazing. Um, I'm just so happy to have the support um, of Crowdbound for the book and I'm sure the platform is going to help lots of other sort of disadvantaged and underrepresented writers and creators Um sort of get their work out there as well uh, so I'm yeah I just can't wait to see where it's all going to lead and, and then the first time you hold you hold your book in your hand in a printed version <laughs> I'm sure that's going to be exciting for you too oh definitely I cannot wait I am counting down the days <laughs> <laughs> well now you you're going through the auditing editing process um yep. and once that's done, and I know that there's going to be a lot of extras in the book, which we will uh, uh, tease the audience with about, because since <laughs> it is a different galaxy, there is lots in there that they will yeah. learn in the book. So question is, is there a possibility for a sequel in the future? You know, I would absolutely love a sequel. I have already 
we're not even finished the first book and I've already been working on little bits and pieces that could make their way into the second book. Um, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. I think uh, let's get the first book out into the world first and see if people enjoy it as well. Absolutely. I, I, I know I've enjoyed it even in this, uh, the, the, you know, where it is now without being edited. Mm-hmm. It's been wonderful to read and the characters. I love the characters. I have my favorite little character, which I'm not going to mention because we're going to save that <laughs> for people who will be in the know. Uh, so, yes. So the one last thing I'd like to ask you is what, what advice or message would you give to writers who were in your position you're in a, or in a similar situation now or in mm-hmm. any type of challenging circumstance? What advice would you give to them? I would say, honestly, just to keep writing, um, you know, whatever you're doing, it doesn't have to be for the world to see, just doing it for yourself is sort of enough. Um, I had never sort of thought that this book would be seen by anyone other than myself, and so I I hadn't necessarily, um, uh, like, worried too much about, about what it was that I was writing. It provided me a freedom to explore the universe I was creating and the um, sort of characters and the emotions that I was feeling myself without having to think too much about other people um and seeking out the opportunities to then you know if you have something that you want to publish although it's difficult and although it is incredibly time consuming which is often one of the barriers to get to get into publishing um it's so worth it and sort of getting in touch with a charity like Artbound can just set set you on a path that you never knew was possible I definitely didn't think I was going to be here um, you know, just a year after graduating university to be able to sort of say that I'm in the process of getting a book published. It's just, it's incredible. That, it's it's wonderful advice and I think it's really, really key in that you do use that for your characters mm-hmm. and getting your feelings into it and putting that into it. And that's why I think the story reads so well is when we pour ourselves into a story, it, it becomes a part of us and then it not necessarily for the message is intended, but it does go out there. And I think those are wonderful. And the characters that you've created are absolutely fantastic. And you created your own world that you could control, which I think is wonderful. (laughs) It's certainly been been good fun. (laughs) So Nat, I'd love uh, to thank you for joining us here today. Over the phone, we've done this in a different tech way. Normally we're out and about in the world, as our listeners know. Uh, however, you're in a secret uh, location of which you'd love to tell us, but you'd have to kill us. So we'll just w- go down without. Uh, so I just really love to thank you for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great fun. I can't wait Excellent. to uh, listen. <laughs> and get it out to all those other listeners. So I would love to do Definitely. my shout out today which I, I do, we every, all of us do every week. My shout out yeah. is to Arcbound and Crowdbound because uh, without them, I would not have met Nat. What a wonderful author and a world she's created. And without Crowdbound, we wouldn't have the opportunity to publish the book. So I'm going to put detailed information on our website as well as the details on our description so that you can be part of Crowdbound Crowdbound. Look it up. Uh, Jasami Publishing. Wherever you want to go, you're going to find us there. So that's my shout out. Who's your shout out to, Nat? I have put uh, as much thought into this as I could and I would really like to give a shout out to one of my tutors at university. Um, He's a 
monomic professor called Alan McPherson. He was the first person to ever see um, any of the writing that ends up being Call of the Void. Um, and I remember feeling sick when I showed it to him, but he came back to me and said that he really enjoyed the story and the writing. And so it actually gave me the confidence to submit uh, my application to Artbound and to eventually meet yourself and to get published. So I don't think I would have ever even applied to Artbound if it hadn't been for him. So uh, a big shout out to Alan. Oh, wow. Thank you. And thank you to Alan. Uh, so here it is. I'd love to say cheerio to everybody and let you know what our next episode will be about. It's uh, Elise Elder from Artbound, and she's going to go into a little bit more detail about the charity itself. So I thank you, Nat. Thank you so much for having me. And I wish all of our listeners, as always, a sunny week. We'll see you next time. Bye.